Hey besties, welcome to the Living Your Most Badass Life podcast, where our mission is to transform your life and help you become the most phenomenal woman you're meant to be. I'm Brianna, the founder of the Badass Book Besties, where we encourage a conversation around a love of books and learning so that you can make new friends and expand your thinking. I'm a lover of books, beers, traveling, and motivating women to live their dream life. Each week on this podcast, you'll be motivated and empowered to make positive changes in your life through intellectual conversations and interviews, how-to ideas, and insight from a variety of books. We celebrate the incredible and simple accomplishments women make every day. To be a badass woman means to be awesome, impressive, and worthy of admiration. So my goal is to help you see your true worth and build your self-confidence. If you're someone who wishes to be inspired by other women doing extraordinary things and want to be encouraged to live your most badass life, then this is the podcast for you. Hello there, badass bestie. Welcome to another episode of the Living Your Most Badass Life podcast, where we inspire and encourage women to live their most badass lives. I'm so glad you're back for another episode, as I'm always excited to share amazing messages with all of you. On today's show, I bring you part three of the You Are a Badass book by Jen Sincero series, How to Tap into the Motherload. If you haven't heard the first two parts, I highly recommend checking out episode 17, which is how to start the process of being a badass, and episode 19, which is how to embrace your inner badass. So today, we are going to straight up tap that the mother load of badassery, of course. I'll be sharing the audio from a live I do each week on my Facebook page. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash badass book bestie, as well as on Instagram. And each week I share insight from the current book in the Lotus Academy that we're reading. And the Lotus Academy is my self-improvement book club inside of the Badass Book Besties membership. So in this episode, you'll gain the following insight. Number one, why meditation is a powerful tool that can increase your vibrational frequency and attract more of what you want in your life. Number two, how to make your brain believe the reality you're hoping for. And spoiler alert, you are your brain and you can make it do whatever or think whatever you want. And some people might not believe that, but she wholeheartedly believes that we can change our thought processes and what we want. Number three, find your true calling or purpose in life and why it's really important to do so. And I highly recommend doing this. If you haven't searched out what you know you're excited about, I definitely recommend that. And I'll talk about that in the episode as well. Number four, why giving and expressing gratitude can provide you with so much abundance. And this one is such an important one because honestly, if you just start thinking more about everything that you're grateful for, you will realize how incredible your life really is. And the last one is that forgiveness can set you free. So super excited as always to share this message with each of you as I hope you learn that you are fucking 100% without a doubt incredible worthy, and absolutely authentic. I hope you look in the mirror today and remind yourself how amazing you really are. I believe in you. Now, on to You Are a Badass Part 3, How to Tap into That Motherload. Welcome to Part 3 of 
You are a badass of the Lotus Academy book club. We are reading this in the badass besties community inside of the Lotus Academy book club. If you're not there, you should be. So you should definitely check out badassbookbesties.com because this is a phenomenal book that we are reading. It's our first one. And so I'm so excited to get into this book because we're the badass book besties. So it seemed the perfect book to read uh, for our book club. So in the book club, we have one that is for fun books like fiction and nonfiction books that are written by female authors. And then we have the Lotus Academy book club, which is all about reading self-help and self-improvement, all of that good stuff. We really dive in and we meet once a month on the third Sunday in the evening. So if you're interested, send me a DM or check us out at badassbookbesties.com. So in today's episode, <laughs> we are going to get into part three, which is how to tap into the mother load. So each week I've been discussing how you really gain insight into who you are as a person and grow into how you can be a badass. And so in this episode, she has different ideas of how you can get clearer on what really makes you a badass. So if you go back and check out part one and part two, I definitely recommend it to be able to understand the full depth of this. I have part one on a podcast episode. So if you're looking to listen to part one, you can watch the video on Facebook or you can check it out on my podcast, Living Your Most Badass Life. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to tap into the mother load. And so there's some different ideas that she talks about in the book, and I'm going to read each of those for you so that you have a chance to really dive into it. In chapter 10, she talks about meditation. Now, I have tried meditation multiple times. I've not really stuck with it. I've kind of been one of those that will try it for a little while and then I do it right before I go to bed so then I fall asleep and I don't know if that's really effective but she said meditation is the key to changing your life there's no wrong way to do it just start small and work your way up to doing it more often so that made me feel better that she also said it's a good idea to do it in the morning and I thought hmm, that's really interesting because I feel like if I meditated in the morning I would go right back to sleep so I'd love know when you meditate like if you find it that you do it in the middle of the day or maybe you start or end your day what works best for you she said if there's something in your life that you're working on or going through ask the universe for help before you go to meditate because that can be really helpful in saying here is what the specific things that i'm looking for so meditation first of all is a fantastic thing and i definitely need to take that advice and really get into that because the more that you meditate, the more that you can envision your dream life and realize how many great things you can achieve. So the next chapter is so awesome. She says, your brain is your bitch. <laughs> so in this one, it's all about how we create our reality. Though we decide what we believe, what is true for us. And you might say, no, bad stuff just happens to me or this is just the luck of the draw but she says no if you really believe it to be true then it can actually happen now of course don't wish for yourself to fly because i'm pretty sure you cannot flap like a bird and really fly so know that some things can't actually be done but it's realistic things you know um so she says the ones who kick ass are the ones who can see themselves kicking ass who truly believe in themselves 
the ones who feel weird or who worry that they're being pushy or annoying, they subconsciously believe that they don't deserve that or they can't succeed. So they're not going to do well. So you have to believe with everything in you that you are going to kick ass at life because if you don't believe it, no one else will and neither will the universe. So believe that you are going to do some badass shit in your life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so your job is not to know the how. You don't have to worry about how it's going to happen or what it's going to look like. All you have to say is universe, this is what I want. This is what I want in my life. I want this type of house. I want this type of career. Or I want this much money. And you literally act as if you already have it. So instead of saying something like, I wish for, you say, I am grateful for this. I am grateful for this beautiful house that I live in, this amazing job that I have, or even I have my own business. I am so grateful for it. For it. Because she said, be open to discovering and receiving the how does not matter. It just matters that you want it. So keep your eyes on the goal continuously and eventually it will come to fruition. So that's one thing that she said is be patient. Now it's not gonna, it could take years, but there will be little things along the way that come up for you and you might say like, oh, you know, I really wanted this to happen and now all of a sudden this opportunity just happened to walk in and become available. So think about whatever it is that you want and realize that there is going to be a mindset shift. You decide on your beliefs before you get the evidence. So don't say like, well, I mean, I want to do this, but like, how am I going to make it happen? Don't. She says, literally believe it to be true. So some strategies to change your thought process is ask and it's given. Determine what you want and prepare for it to manifest. So literally say to yourself, here is exactly what I want. Act as if you already have it because you don't need the evidence. Believe it anyway. Fake it till you make it. Live, eat, sleep, and breathe your vision. Now this reminds me of something that I heard one time about making a dream jar and you basically take a jar and you put a bunch of different things in that jar that you want to achieve and so every day you take out one of those slips of paper and then you read it and you meditate on that and you literally envision all the details so if you really want a new house you envision that house to detail what does it look like when you walk into the front room what color are the walls are there flowers everywhere you know where is this house located do you have a big yard little yard is it a, i mean i even put on mine that i had a nice big pantry because i wanted a walk-in pantry where i could see everything all organized because i'm very organized so literally envision what it is that you want also she said upgrade your environment so whatever you want your life to look like start seeing if you can slowly merge that into what you want. So for example, if you envision something in your office, then change it in your office. And you might say, well, yeah, I don't have the money to go buy the car that I want. You know, I'm not like rich yet, Brianna, totally understandable. So maybe you would wash your car and give it a nice, you know, clean scrub and put some wax on it and vacuum out everything, you know, make it look like it's a brand new car. And then eventually you will start to keep envisioning that. Make a vision board. And this is something I definitely want to do. I've thought about it, thought about it, and I'm like, I've got to do it. And I have one on my wall and I would look at it occasionally. And if I look at the one that I created um, a couple years ago, I had that I wanted to start a, a podcast 
which I did. I had that I wanted to um, travel around and visit new places, which I have. And then it also said have a new baby, did that. So some items on there, I said I wanted to travel across the world, haven't done that yet. Um, I also put some things on there that I had previously wanted, but then I realized I didn't. Like I used to um, really want to continue with Usborne Books and more. And then after a while, I was like, I really don't want to continuously sell these books. I'm, I really want to do something on my own. I really want to do my own business. So whatever you want, make a vision board. Cut out pictures of places, people, things, experiences that you want in your life and put them on a vision board because we think in pictures. So when you are thinking about what you really want in your life, you're going to think in your head of that picture. And so put that out on a vision board so that you can clearly see what it is that you want. Surround yourself with people who think like you. Now, this can be hard um, because the majority of the time I spend with uh, two little ones. So that's why I'm so um, spunky and fun. <laughs> I was like that beforehand, but you know. Uh, so surround yourself with those people who really think at a higher level because if they are constantly bringing you down and constantly making you feel like what you have isn't good enough or they're just not at that vibration you might come down to that vibration and you want to encourage yourself to continuously think higher levels so surround yourself with positive people who are making positive changes the next one is all about figuring out who you are and what you want in life so when we were younger, we had this idea that we had to be responsible or we had to have, we, I'm sorry, when we were young, we had this idea that we just wanted to have fun and we were all about fun and hanging out with friends and doing fun things and living our best life. And then we got older and we started to be more responsible. And some of us stopped having fun as much. We're not as excited about life as we were when we were young and we become more realistic. She's like, stop that. We get to be in our bodies for a little limited amount of time. Why not celebrate the journey instead of merely writing it out until it's over? So when was the last time you were most turned on by life and what can you learn about what you enjoyed? What really lit you up and set your soul on fire? And that's what you need to focus on. So she says, See what other people that you, um, what do you like doing the most? What makes you literally lose track of time because you enjoy doing it so much? What don't you enjoy? Is it a task that you can delegate and let somebody else do? Like figure out what it is that you really want to do. And even after you work your ass off doing the best you can, remember what it felt like to be a beginner. Remember what it felt like to struggle because that's going to help you keep moving forward because you're going to say, look at how far I've come after all of this. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep moving forward. The next two chapters are all about giving abundantly, which also helps you receive abundantly and then feeling gratitude behind it. 
So we live in an abundant universe and we allow, when we allow ourselves to give freely, we raise our frequency. We feel awesome because we're helping others feel awesome because they have something cool. We want to give that to them and we really want to attract good things. So we want to give as freely as we can. So she has a lot of suggestions in the chapter about finding charities you want to support. Like I personally give away a lot of things. Uh, in my house, I usually give them to Vietnam vets or I'll you know, take them to Goodwill or I'll give them to other people if they need something. But I really try to figure out the best ways that I can help people because I really feel like when you give more of yourself, like I have a plaque in my house that I got when I was in high school and it says, um, you give but little when you give of your possessions um, it is when you give of yourself that you truly give. So like I said, I give things, but it's not enough. You need to, you know, if you want to donate your time or spend time with people that might be feeling lonely, whatever you can do to give of yourself is the best thing. Because if you want to attract good things and feelings into your life, send awesomeness out to everyone around you. So I want you to think about what ideas you have about things that you could give away or, you know, your time that you could give away. But one of the most important parts is that you express gratitude. Gratitude connects you to the truth that you not only have the power to manifest that which you seek, but you are the power. You are. Which means, in essence, that when you are being grateful to the universe and to your source energy, whoever that is or whatever that is, you're also being grateful to yourself, which brings it back to the most powerful thing of all, which she consistently talks about in this book, is self-love. Being in gratitude for the not yet manifested informs the universe that you know that what you desire already exists and puts you at the right frequency to receive it. So when you are constantly giving, constantly feeling grateful and be grateful for damn near everything. Like today when I was driving to the library, awesome experience by the way, and it was foggy outside and I immediately was like, oh, I am so grateful that I get to drive through the clouds. How neat. I remember when I was a kid and I literally thought you could float on a cloud and how comfy that would be. Instead of thinking like, oh my gosh, it's so foggy. I can't see anything. Like just taking a moment to literally say, I am so grateful. Like right now, I am so grateful that I have the opportunity to share this message with all of you. I'm so excited that I have people viewing and watching every once in a while. Like it's so incredibly grateful that there might be one thing that I could say today that could change the trajectory or change you know, something about your life. So that's just really exciting to me. So she goes over a couple strategies of practices that you can use. The best one that I've heard consistently is that you just write down what you're grateful for every day, that you continuously every day write down what you're grateful for, but make sure that you're really specific. Don't just say, I'm grateful I'm breathing. I'm grateful I had a smoothie. Like really feel like intentional about what you're grateful for and then what made you feel that way or how you felt whenever you were experiencing that said thing. And so the last two chapters were really important for me to read um, just because of some personal things that are going on right now in my life. And after I read this, I thought, okay, I really need to heed this message 
by a long shot. So maybe this will be something that some of you need to hear as well. And it's all about forgiveness. It says forgiveness means giving up all hope for a better past. Forgiveness means giving up all hope for a better past. Your past is not going to change. The people who wronged you in your past are not going to change in the past. They might change in the future, but whatever happened, happened. We have to build the bridge. We have to get over it. Now, one thing that's difficult for me is I love to brush things under the rug, and that's not what this chapter is really talking about. It's really deciding that you forgive that person and letting your negative feelings melt away because that leads to freedom. So you're not just brushing them under the rug and getting rid of them. You're acknowledging that they happened and you're saying forgiveness is about taking care of me, not the person I need to forgive. It's about putting my desire to feel good before my desire to be right. Holding on to resentment is like taking poison and waiting for your enemies to die. If you're holding issues with someone you care about, explain how you feel without putting the blame on them and regardless of the outcome, forgive them. And I had to read that one multiple times to be like, okay, Brianna, listen up. They're talking to you. She is talking to you. If you're having issues with someone you care about, explain how you feel without putting the blame on them and regardless of the outcome, forgive them. Release all expectations. Let everyone off the hook. Treat people as a blank slate over and over again. Expect only the best from them, regardless of what they've done in the past and focus only on, on people's good behavior. Now, I instantly think in my head, well, what about those people that we know or we feel like are unsalvageable? Like one of them that instantly comes to mind is Aiden Fucci. Like he murdered Tristan Bailey in a terrible way, absolutely terrible, and he just received life in prison. And you might say, well, that kid is completely disgusting. He ruined so many lives and killed someone. How could I treat him? How could I, you know, let him off the hook? And I think when it comes to stuff like that, I'm curious what your opinions are, because for me, you know, obviously it wasn't something done to me. So it's not something I necessarily have to forgive, but how would somebody in his life let that off the hook? How could they give him a blank slate? So I'm curious to know your thoughts on that. And of everything that we've discussed today, I we've discussed, and I'm multiple people apparently, but I would love to know your opinion on that. You know, Let me know your comments on the way that she thinks about this and just kind of your thought processes, because I think it would be really intriguing just to see how you think about it and what your thoughts are. So make sure to check us out at badassbookbesties.com. Send me a DM if you'd like more information about the book club, and I will see you next Monday, my friends.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Living Your Most Badass Life podcast. Please be sure to leave a review. Learn more about our community at badassbookbesties.com. Follow me on Facebook at the Bookaholic Besties podcast and on Instagram at badassbookbestie. If you know someone amazing that you'd like for me to interview or have any badass ideas, I'd love to hear it. Send me a DM or email me at mostbadasslifepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, besties, always keep your bookshelves and beer glass full.